legends. How the friggin' hell are ya? It's so good to have you back. I'm not just saying that. Especially this week, it really means a lot that you're here. You must really like me. You so at the very least, you tolerate me. And that's all I can really ask for. It's Miles here, in case you hadn't guessed. I'm doing pretty well. Pretty, pretty well. No real complaints on my side. Got a bit of sun of late, upping those vitamin D levels, which, uh, I mean, which is important for all of us to do. But those of us who live in grey, dreary England, London, England, it's especially uh, essential that we take those opportunities when the sun shines. Make hay when the sun shines. I don't know what that means. I guess because you can't make hay when it's raining because it goes all soggy. But how do you actually make hay? God, so many questions that I just don't have the answers to. Does it mean turn it into like a bale of hay? Like collect the hay and put it into, is it called a bale? Like those like square blocks? Do you know, I really don't know. But if you could look it up and let me know, how do you make hay? And don't just say you do it when the sun shines because we know that bit already. All right, good chat. Uh, episode 19. One nine. Flippin' heck. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Give myself a pat on the back, eh? I'm coming through with the goods for you. I'm doing my best at the very least. I'm back solo today. Flying the film virgin flag alone. I don't mind though. I've got to keep them coming. I've got to do what I can. And to be honest, I really quite enjoyed making this episode. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. The uh, musical, I guess, comedy, adventure, I don't know. It's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a musical. Uh, specifically, the music of ABBA. You've heard of them. Uh, I won't tell you too much what I think about the film because it all will be revealed throughout the episode. You may be able to guess which way my reaction goes by what you know about me. I will just say I have a pretty strong reaction one way or the other. I think you probably know, though, knowing me. But yeah, I hope I managed to sufficiently entertain you flying solo here today. That's all I care about, your entertainment. That is all I care about. My sole purpose here is to entertain you. I'm talking to you specifically. You know who you are. I think it's kind of fun. I'll see what you think. Let me know. Hey, let me know afterwards. All right. This is me hanging out on my own, watching Mamma Mia. I'll talk to you at the end. Enjoy. All right, I'm back. It's your mate, Miles. Miles Burjo Burgess. The Burgester. Budgie. Budgie, they used to call me. In primary school, that was my nickname. It was all I was known as, or Budge. Budgie or Budge. There's still a select group of people to this day that will call me that, but no, like, no one who's met me any time after 
I guess, 1996. Regardless, feel free if you like. Budgie, I will answer to it. Hey, how's it going? Um, so I'm back. I'm doing this again. You've probably, I've probably just spoken about it in an, some sort of introduction, but I'm going solo again. No one told me not to, you know. All the feedback I had last time I did this was positive. Now, granted, I have very limited channels of feedback for this podcast. I will admit that feedback has come from <laughs> direct members of my family or people that I live with. But you know what? That doesn't make their opinions any less valid. And uh, in fact, I value them very highly. So thanks, guys. This is down to you. You know who you are. It's Saturday night. Of course it is. <laughs> when else When else would I do this? It's Saturday. And oh boy, am I having myself a Saturday night, guys. I just got back from Little. That's, uh, that's not a fancy club. That's a supermarket. A, a budget, affordable, low-priced supermarket. None of the bells and whistles that you'll find at, uh, I don't know, Sainsbury's, Waitrose in Australia. Where are you? Woolworths, Coles, etc. You guys know what a supermarket is. And also, you know what little is. It's not like some little underground uh, corner store. I mean, how could it be underground and on a corner? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> what did I get? Oh, just the usual. Courgette, spinach. Got a pack of Easy Peelers, which I will be working through throughout the next couple of hours. Like, I'm really living things up. That's all I'm saying. Saturday night, and I ain't got nobody. I'm flying solo. I haven't been alone all day, though, okay? I don't need your sympathy. I went out for uh, lunch today with the missus, as she loves to be called, and uh, got a... a it's a tough one. A faux, as we definitely call it, us English speakers, but I think maybe it's called a f or something along those lines. I certainly don't mean to be offensive. Uh, you know it. It's a Vietnamese uh, noodle soup. Although I've been told the uh, the real one, for it to be a, a faux or a f, it has to have like beef stock or whatever. But I had the vegetarian one with mushrooms and tofu. So whatever that is, a vegetarian foe. These things evolve though, you know. Um, but I burnt my tongue, you know. And have you guys ever noticed that you always burn your tongue at the start of the meal? What's up with that? That's a bit of um, observational stand-up comedy for you there. It really ruins the rest of the meal. Uh, well, I mean, taste-wise anyway, I still enjoyed um, the company conversation etc and then this afternoon I watched a couple of episodes of Queer Eye have you guys watched Queer Eye flip and heck I love that show honestly if you haven't watched it it is worth getting Netflix just to watch Queer Eye it's it's just it's got to be the best I'm not a huge television guy like I, I didn't watch really any television before I got Netflix which was mostly for this podcast but now god try and stop me watching Queer Eye. I friggin' love it. I really, really recommend it. I started watching Queer Eye and then uh, next thing you know, I bought um, some oil, some beard oil, which is for my beard, as you, as you might have guessed. I mean, for anyone's beard, but mine is uh, particularly for my beard. I bought a, 
I mean, this is very basic, I'll admit, but I bought a, like a face scrub <laughs> wash thing. L'Oreal, from L'Oreal, that is. L'Oreal uh, Energizer face scrub. And, uh, you know, got into like brushing my hair and um, not always wearing uh, tracky dacks. Although I am admittedly wearing tracky dacks right now and was as I watched Queer Eye earlier. It's been that sort of day. I wore tracky dacks out to Little, actually. Do you know what? It's been a bit of a shameful day, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, ate a giant pizza, sitting at home, talking to myself. <laughs> Good stuff though. Hey, how are you guys? I'm pretty well apart from um, my slight uh, drop into a slobbish state today. I don't want to brag. I went to Spain last week. You know it? Spain in Europe. Um, I went to Mallorca, which is an island. It's pretty bloody nice, I got to tell you. This is, I mean, today's, I'm going to try and get this podcast out in the next week. Today's the 13th of April. So I was, yeah, Mallorca, early April. And um, it was lovely. It wasn't quite hot enough to go in the water. Though. I mean, we, we did. I, again, I went with the missus. We did go in the water. She's a, a lot braver than me in all respects, to be honest. But in this instance, in regards to swimming in cold water, she's a lot braver than I was. But but I did I did get in and there were some lovely beaches bit breezy though and it didn't get much hotter than about 20 degrees but still relatively hot uh ate lots of tapas very very tasty stuff i drank a few cervezas i'm going to be honest alhambra god if you haven't tried an alhambra and you're a fan of a nice um quaffable lager lager beer I think it's a lager. Get into an Alhambra, 6.4%, which is on the, I mean, that's that's right up there for me. I, w- I wouldn't drink anything stronger than that. But, oh, mate, on the, we had a nice balcony with a very, very, like, small sea view. Like, you could see a bit of the sea uh, up there, drinking an Alhambra, listening to a bit of uh, Don Henley, Boys of Summer. Oh, yes. Living the dream. But like I said, I don't want to brag. I'm back in my slob tracky dacks now, so what do I have to brag about? Hey, I'm going to watch a film. You already know what it is. I was at a, I was at, you guys might have heard of, um, heard about all this stuff that's going on here in England. I was, uh, a few weeks ago, I was at a, a march, a protest march, I suppose, uh, against Brexit. You guys have heard of Brexit. It was a it was a, a march. I was at the one that uh, doesn't want it to happen, not the sort of more hostile one that does want it to happen and uh, is afraid that that is being taken away from them. Which who really knows what's happening? I certainly don't. But anyway, um, it was it was unlike anything I'd ever done before, and maybe some of you listening. Uh, have been on these sorts of things before so you would know but it was a really sort of profound and uplifting event uh, and such a positive um, manifestation of this sort of human spirit and humanity and all the good things that that do exist uh, in this world of ours but one particular moment and 
a moment that unexpectedly did bring um, tears to my eyes and, and I think perhaps my girlfriend as well who I was on the march with. I hadn't, I hadn't been to anything like this before because uh, I'm sort of a bit of a agoraphobic, I suppose. I've got a fear of uh, crowds and large groups, large groups of people, which I guess is another way of saying crowds. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so I did find it really profound. But this moment that brought me to tears was, uh, you know, you might have seen footage of it or, in fact, I'm sure a lot of you were on it as well. There's about a million people there and we just happened to come out of the tube station sort of halfway along and we were right next to a, a marching band and they played a medley of ABBA's Dancing Queen into, I think, I don't know if the song is called Take a Chance, but the one that goes, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, if you change your mind, da 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 take a chance on anyway and like all of us however many were surrounding the marching band that could hear it uh, could hear it uh, that was a mixture of the word hear and sing I said hing can hing it can he could hear it started to sing those songs uh and then at the end all like went into an uproarious applause and it was such a beautiful moment and obviously you can tell because you know what this episode is, the link uh, between that really quite touching moment in my recent life and what's happening tonight is I'm going to watch the film Mamma Mia. Hey, how about that? I've already, de- I've already decided. I'm not going to go through I'm going to watch Mamma Mia, which I believe is a film based on ABBA's music. Is that correct? I, like, actually have no idea. No, no, I know that bit, and it's kind of a musical, but I don't know... I'm going to look it up right now. 2000, 2008 romance musical. Meryl Streep, playing Donna, is an independent hotelier in the Greek islands. There's a few of those. Uh, she's preparing for her daughter's wedding with the help of two old friends. Meanwhile, Sophie, the spirited bride, has a plan. She secretly invites three men from her mother's past in hope of meeting her real father. Oh, subterfuge. Oh, and he wants uh, the dude to escort her down the aisle. All right, I'm going to guess. She doesn't know which one's the father. That's my guess. Ooh. Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, so that's two of the blokes. Amanda Seyfried, she's would be the daughter, Meryl Streep. Christine Baranski, she looks familiar. She's something, she might be the the grandmother I wonder who the who's playing the third bloke I can't Google won't show me anyway that sounds like fun so I guess it's that but uh with lots of songs they're gonna they're basically gonna break into songs and Stellan Skarsgård I think is the third bloke who's the father of the of his children the Skarsgårds uh you know the Skarsgårds like seriously you do you recognize them they're, they're good blokes. The old, the Skarsgård's plan. Uh, clan, even. Skarsgård's. God, it turns out I cannot say that name unless I'm actually reading it. Skarsgård. There you go. Uh, Alright, well I'm up for it. A bloke who claims that Grease is his favourite film can't really moan about watching a musical, can he? Well, I mean, if anyone can, it's me. Directed by a woman, written by a woman, starring a bunch of women. I'm up for it. 100%.
Oh, Julie Walters is in it. That's cool, she's an actor, like with uh, skill <laughs> in acting. All right, I'm up for it. Should we get into it? I should probably just start watching it and get into these easy peelers. I've got about eight to get through. I probably shouldn't need eight, but you know, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna go wrong, surely. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start watching it and I'm gonna Google how many easy peelers is it safe to eat in one night? Now this looks fun. It looks like there's like choreographed dances in it as well. And it's got all the songs. And let's face it, ABBA, like they're a shit ton of fun, aren't they? They just wrote a bunch of really fun, catchy pop songs. All right, I'm gonna say it. I'm pro ABBA, I've just decided. You never, an ABBA song never comes on and you're like, oh, ABBA, you're like, oh yeah, this song's fun. Anyway, that's my take on ABBA. All right, I am going to start watching Mamma Mia uh, and I will talk to you after I've had a bit of a dance and sing along with Meryl Streep. All righty, here I go. Mamma Mia. Oh, I almost did like an ABBA pun then, didn't I? Like accidentally. I should have said Mamma Mia, here I go. And then in, in brackets I would have said, again. All right. This, this is sort of weird when you're talking to yourself and you still, like, you still follow the same habits as you do in a normal conversation. So weird. All right. God. Okay, here we go. Mamma Mia. Again. Intended. Bye. May I help you? Sure. We're here for the wedding. I'm Bill Anderson. Huh? I'm Bright. Harry Bright. Sam Carmichael. You are expecting us. Oh my god, yes. You're not Donna's daughter. I thought you looked familiar. Alright guys, so I don't know if it's the extreme loneliness I'm experiencing or the intense vitamin C high speaking, but flippin' heck I love this movie. Oh man, I love... <laughs> so much that Meryl Streep's in this and she's like the most esteemed actor of the last 40 years or something and she's doing these choreographed dances and singing the ABBA tunes oh man and Colin Firth <laughs> oh Colin Firth just sang and it was it was wonderful <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan. Ah, oh, dudes. It's so funny. <laughs> Colin Firth, I believe, is my mother's dream man. That's what I tell everyone, Mum. Like, anyone who asks. I mean, not that I'm telling a lot of people, but I've definitely told people whenever I'm like, Colin Firth, yeah, that's my mum's dream man. Is there any uh, semblance of truth to that, Mother? We know you're listening. We all know you're listening. Let me know. I'm sure you do. Anytime you hear on this podcast, listeners, me ask a question to my mother within the context of the conversation I'm having with my guest, uh, just to let you know, she always answers those questions. She's very good with that. Keep up the good work, Mum. Um, all right, so Mamma Mia. Yeah, geez, flipping heck, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've written down the uh, ABBA songs that we've had so far, although, I, I mean, some of them I don't know, but 
but I've just guessed what they were called. We had, she started off Amanda Seyfried, apologies Amanda, however you say your last name. She started singing a song that I think might be called I Have a Dream or something to that effect. And that's seemingly when she was scheming up this plan that she was going to invite these three blokes to come along. Uh, and then her two bridesmaids arrived uh, and she told them the plan that she'd found her mum's diary, which had three entries from around the time she was conceived of three men that she'd been with. And she read out that the diary to the tune Honey Honey, so as in like the the words in the diary were the lyrics to the song Honey Honey. I think most of the lyrics are as the ABBA lyrics were, but then I really wouldn't know. They don't seem to be changed too much for the plot of the film, though, is my point. So the three men she invited are Sam, Bill and Harry, who I've since learnt Sam is Pierce Brosnan, who was the original, so, and that's the order that um, Meryl Streep was with them. She was with Sam first. She thought she was in love with Sam, but then he had to leave because he was engaged to be married back in um, England or somewhere, wherever. So then she got with Bill, played by Skarsgård. Skarsgård. And then after Bill left, she got with uh, Harry Headbanger, uh, quote-unquote, played by Colin Firth, my mum's dream man, as she'll soon confirm. Uh, and then Meryl Streep's cut to Meryl Streep's two best friends arriving, the parallel to um, Amanda Seyfried. God, is that her name? I'll look it up again. Uh, having her two best friends there as well. And uh, Meryl was talking about how... So she runs the hotel, as we discussed earlier, in Greece, and she's talking about how she's uh, it's all falling apart and she doesn't have many guests. So she sings the song Money, 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 which you'll know. That's an ABBA song. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and then she sang Mamma Mia. I think that's when she realised that Sam, Bill and Harry were there and turns out, as I think I guessed, at least I meant to, she doesn't know which one is the father. She told her friends that it was Sam, but she also didn't, like, like 20 years ago she told him it was Sam, but that's because she hadn't told him that she was also with Bill and Harry and she doesn't really know which one it is. So she was like mortified that they were there. She doesn't know that uh, her daughter has invited them yet. So she was like, dudes, get the heck out of here. What the shit are you doing? And the dudes had already been told by Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> the daughter, Sophie is her name, I'll call her Sophie. They'd already been told by Sophie that, uh, that they couldn't tell Meryl Streep that she'd invited them. So she, they were like, oh, it's a coincidence. And they don't actually know each other. So they, they, each of them don't know that the other one's been with Meryl Streep yet. So that's when she was like, oh, shit. And she sang Mamma Mia when she saw them. That's when she sang it. She sang Mamma Mia. And then she got all upset and her friends cheered her up that by singing a song. I've written down Chikatita. Is that an Ava song? Uh, <laughs> I've spelled it C-H-I-C-K-A-T-E-E-T-A. -E -E Chikatita. Chikatita. Uh, Ava fans. I mean, I'll look it up. Maybe. So they sang that to cheer her up. And then to really cheer her up, they all got into Dancing Queen. And that was just, just spectacular. 
really go on YouTube, watch Meryl Streep doing Dancing Queen with her, with Julie Walters and Berinsky, whatever the other one's name was, Christine. I'm sorry, I mean, they're not listening, it's fine, but they're all very good actors, uh, highly regarded. I just don't know their names off by heart. Uh, so they're saying that with this huge choreographed dance thing on the, on the jetty wharf pier. And they all jumped in the water at the end, like loads of Greeks. Uh, and then the last one I just saw was Sophie thought that the three guys were leaving because Meryl had told them to, and she sort of chased after them. And that's when I got to hear Colin first sing and play guitar. He did look like he was playing a, a few chords on that guitar. I saw a G and a, a C, I think. Uh, and they sang Our Last Summer which I thought just sounded bogus and was just made for the film, even though none of the others have been. But I looked it up and that one is an ABBA song as well. Uh, but presumably it sounds a bit better in the ABBA version. No disrespect, guys. Uh, and so they have been convinced by Sophie to stick around for the wedding where uh, everything's going to go down. doesn't seem like there's going to be many guests at this wedding. I'm, I'm sure they will and they'll arrive at some point. But there doesn't seem to be any others there as yet. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Obviously, at some point, she's going to find out which one's the dad. But the, the Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> Seyfried? Segfried. Sophie, the girl Sophie, the daughter. They're going to find out that each of them know about the three men being there. I wonder who will tell who. I guess Meryl Streep will probably tell her. Um, she'll take the lead and, and the subterfuge won't be revealed just yet by Sophie, the daughter. And I guess there'll be more songs, there'll be a wedding at some point. Uh, Abba songs that I can think of that haven't been played yet, that Take, take a Chance one. What are the other famous Abba songs? Hmm. The Winner Takes It All, that's an Abba song, isn't it? Uh, oh, she kind of was humming the, can you hear the drums, Fernando? So I don't know, I think that's called Fernando, isn't it? So I don't know if that counts as already being played. Also, I don't think there's a rule they have to play all of them, or sing all of them. Uh, you can probably think of some other really famous ones, can't you? I can't, I can't think of any other ones. Oh, the Waterloo, they'll play Waterloo, won't they? That's sort of the, the, the melody of Waterloo played in the background at one point, but they'll actually play the, the whole, they'll sing the whole of that. No, maybe they won't. God, I, it doesn't matter, does it, Miles? As long as I keep enjoying myself, right? That's all that really matters. And, I, and you know what? I really think I'm going to. Okay, I think it's just going to keep playing out as it has been thus far. I'm looking forward to seeing what other songs they're going to play and just some more of these choreographed dances and hopefully some more Colin Firth singing. A huge fan, Colin. Just a huge, huge fan of you and your singing. All right, I'm going to do it on purpose this time. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Still call off the wedding. Everybody will understand. Call, call off the wedding? Isn't that what, what? you want? No. Oh. No, that's what you want. No. Yes, God! Sophie! Oh, you just, you have no idea. You never had a wedding. You never did the marriage and babies thing. You just did the baby thing. Well, good for you. You know, I don't know why you're going off all right, right now. Guys, I really don't. Because I... Children growing up. 
not knowing who their father is because it's just, it's crap. Oh man, I'm just in a state of euphoria. This is, <laughs> this is just going from strength to strength. Oh yeah, yeah. I just saw Pierce Brosnan sing SOS, doing like his best meatloaf impression. God, after you've watched Dancing Queen, have a look at that. That was good fun. <laughs> oh boy. So now we're at a stage where all three of the blokes, Sam, Bill and Harry, uh, Brosnan, Skarsgård and Firth, they all think that their dear Amanda Seyfried. I don't know about the pronunciation, but I looked it up and that is her name. Uh, they're, they're all thinking that they're her dad. They've done the maths. Or the math, as they would say. Meanwhile, she's only 20. I'm not sure she'd be, she should be getting married to begin with. I don't know. I don't know any 20-year-olds that have uh, gotten married, so maybe it'll work out fine. Just because I don't know any. What do you think? It's a bit too young, isn't it? Live a little, you know? Although, actually, I'm not sure if she will even end up getting married. I assume she will. She's like, I'm my own woman, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I want to get married, Mum. I don't want to be like you. That's what she said. It's pretty hurtful, actually. But she was like, oh, I want my kids to know their father. Mm-hmm. They still don't know that uh, she, like, Meryl Streep still doesn't know that she knows that one of them is her father. But they have all independently said to her, I'm your dad. And so they all think they're going to walk her down the aisle. But none of those three blokes know that the other ones think that they're her dad as well, if that sentence made any sense. So it's all going to come to her head at some point. And by golly, am I going to enjoy it. So I had a Lay All Your Love On Me was the first song in that section. Oh, that was fun. That was all the, that was like the stag do. And there was like, there was loads of them. And they did a, like a big choreographed dance again on a, a pier. And we'd like Penguin Walk. It was very Grease-esque, that one actually. Like the um, dancing, the background dancing in, uh, uh, you know, the, I don't know what the song's called, What Babaloo Bar or What Bamboo, that song, Chang Chang, We'll Always Be Together, that one. Look, watch the backing dancing in that, it looked a bit like that, if you haven't watched it recently. Again, can't recommend Grease highly enough. Then we had Super Trooper, that was uh, Meryl Streep and her two, her two best mates, played by... Um, the one Krasinski, who I can't remember her name, and Julie Walters, who I'm a big fan of. She reminds me a lot of my grandma, and, that, and that's not necessarily an age thing. I'm that like that's the highest compliment I can give. I'm a huge fan of my grandma. Julie's a bit younger there. Uh, keep up the good work, Jules. Then we had Man After Midnight, which was so that was um, the not the stag dude, then that was the hen, the hen party. Uh, and oh, what they did is they like. They grabbed um, Colin Firth and Skarsgård. I'm only calling him Skarsgård because I've forgotten his first name. Because there's... Is he Peter? Or... Yeah, I think he... Anyway, I've forgotten his first name because he's got sons as well. So I'm getting them confused. Also, I just don't know all their names. But anyway, so they tied Firth and Skarsgård up and sort of danced with them. And then um, all the blokes from the stag do arrived and sort of gate crashed the the hen party so that was man after midnight i guess it's all relevant and then they sang voulez-vous voulez-vous which um 
my year on Duolingo French taught me means, uh, do you want, do you want, you want, something like that, do you want, do you want, I'm going with that, I've not been on Duolingo for about six months now, so, doesn't stay in there, it turns out, and then, yes, the aforementioned SOS by old Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, and maybe there are other people my age, but also maybe it's just because of they're the only ones I've seen. Undoubtedly my favourite James Bond. And also my favourite Meatloaf Impressionist. As of having seen him sing S.O.S. Good stuff. Good uh, horse. <laughs> He's a good horse. A nice coarse voice for a horse. And then just now, does your mother know? Does your mother know? Because one of the young men, the young bucks has been hitting on the other woman, Meryl Streep's mate, who's I keep calling Krasinski or something, but uh, I said her name at the start. Go back, you can find it out. Uh, she's singing it to him because it's like, I'm, I'm old enough to be your mum, you know? So, yeah, I guess the, the mystery continues. I don't think Meryl Streep actually knows which one is the father, they all kind of want to be the father now. She's kind of a hippie. So maybe it's going to end up that they're all her father. You know? They all play the part. Like, I think we're seeing that she kind of relates to all of them. She can draw like Pierce Brosnan. She kind of looks most like Skarsgård. And then I think Firth is just the biggest sweetheart of the three. He's the one I kind of most want to be the father. He's a real lovable goofball, much like myself, as we can all agree. But yeah, that's my instinct at this stage, that they're actually going to be the joint fathers. All three of them are going to walk her down the aisle. Or, power to the sisterhood, the mum will walk her down the aisle herself. Uh, Assuming she gets married, which it seems to be is what's going to happen. But like I said, Amanda, have you really thought this through? You're 20 years old. My God, 20 years old. I hadn't made a single good decision yet. To be honest, I was still eight years away from a single good decision. 20, I was just lying around, I think. Maybe I I got my first real job when I was 20. Started, like, putting on a shirt, going into the city. Probably was drinking a lot. And that lasted for those next eight years as well. For the last five, God, guys, I've been on top of it, don't you worry, as you can probably tell. All right, I think I might keep going then, see where this goes, see who the father is. Like I said, don't think it's any of them. Well, I mean, it's one of them, but don't think we're going to find out. That is my instinct. They'll all live happily ever after, one big happy family. But hey, we'll soon find out, or I will, and I'll let you know. God, keep the hits coming, Abba. Jesus, Abba. Did anyone know how many hits they had? Unbelievable. Still got a few to come. All right. Yeah, I'll do it again. Why not? Mamma mia. Here we go again. Sorry, can I just, can I just, might I just buzz? Harry, that's all right. You don't have to. No, no, I just want to say it's great to to have even, have a third of Sophie. I never thought I'd I'd get even that much of a child. Donna, you were the first girl I ever loved. And actually, you were the last girl I ever loved. Now, this gives me an excuse to come here much more often. 
We can find out if you want. But I'm with Harry. Being a third of your dad is great by me. Yeah, me too. I'll take a third. Typical, isn't it? You wait 20 years for a dad and then three come along at once. Oh my god, guys. I just loved it so much. <laughs> oh man. I think I figured out the magic trick, the key to making a film that I love. You just got to throw Colin Firth in it. It's all about the Firth, isn't it, Mum? I see what you're seeing in him now. I bloody love him. <laughs> He's so great. Ah, oh, what an enjoyable film. I've certainly never enjoyed watching a film on my own so much, but I have eaten a lot of Easy Peelers, so I don't know if there's a correlation there. I think everything I predicted pretty much happened, but that's kind of the nature of these things when you predict sort of 15 different uh, potential outcomes. So in the end, Meryl Streep does walk her daughter, Amanda Seyfried, down the aisle. Donna walks Sophie down the aisle. She doesn't know who the father is, as mentioned. She kind of stops the wedding from happening or from beginning to say, like, your father's here. But then she admits that she doesn't know which one he is. And at that point, the three men, Sam, Harry and Bill, realise that they're, they're not the only option to be the father. And then it's so feel good that there's like this consensus where they just decide that they're going to be three fathers. They're going to they're going to share the load. Uh, which I think was something that I sort of predicted. They're like, we could find out, but you know what? A third of you would be great. So I don't know if they're actually going to split up Amanda Seyfried into three parts. I don't know how you'd do that. Or if, if they just sort of mean uh, metaphorically. I imagine so. Uh, and then after that, as I guess I kind of thought might happen, they decide not to get married. They're like, hey, turns out we're actually 20 uh, and we haven't got a fucking clue about anything yet. So maybe we'll give it a year or two and we'll go traveling. Which I would recommend to any 20 year olds thinking to get married. I'm not anti-marriage by any means, but I, I just don't believe it's for 20 year olds. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Meryl Streep just kept acting her ass off. She was amazing. Like she, even though it was, you were never sort of 30 seconds, more than 30 seconds away from breaking out into song, she still was really embodying this kind of sort of desperate mum, always got, always had tears in her eyes, like holding back tears at least, and kind of feeling like the walls were caving in. Oh my God, I miss one of the biggest things that happened. It turned out, well, that instead of uh, the wedding that was planned, Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep got married. Did not see that one coming. So they were the original two that were together uh, and they left according to the, the diary because he was engaged back in wherever he was from. So he had to leave. But it turns out what had actually happened was he left and went and broke up with that woman and then came straight back to Greece only to find Meryl Streep had moved on to either Bill or Harry. Uh, and apparently he's been wanting, and then he went back to wherever he was from and ended up marrying that woman in the end. She's, he said that she was doing it to teach him a lesson, but he's been desperately in love with Meryl Streep for 21 years and finally has the chance to 
get back together with her. And that was the only option because turns out Colin Firth is gay. He's a homosexual man. And it was, I mean, I really enjoyed it once he revealed that and then he could sort of lapse into his kind of campness, Colin Firth playing a gay man, a kind of a flamboyant gay man, which I really enjoyed. And it turned out that Bill was like a, he, he called himself a lone wolf. He wasn't ready to settle down with anyone. But also then Julie Walters sang Take a Chance at him. Take a chance, take a chance. If you change your mind, um, et cetera, et cetera, take a chance on me because they'd had a bit of chemistry. So it's kind of alluded that they're going to get together uh, in the end anyway. So it was just great. The songs in that bit, we had Slipping Through My Fingers, didn't know that one. The Winner Takes It All, one of the ones I said. When All Is Said and Done, don't know that one either. Take a Chance on Me, as mentioned. I Have a Dream was on for a second time. And then uh, they sang some songs at the end. They sang, uh, like, as sort of Meryl Streep and her friends were in their costumes because they used to be singers back in the day, and they sang... Uh, one that they'd already sang, Dancing Queen, and then they sang Waterloo to end it. Oh, man, and then, God, again, this is like the closing credits. It was the best closing credits I've ever seen because then um, the three guys come out in the, in their flamboyant costumes, which is just wonderful. Another thing that the closing credits did for me was to remind me that it was, what's his name? I've forgotten already, Stalin Skarsgård? Or is that weird that his first name would be Stalin? <laughs> Let me see. Scarlin, perhaps. Stellan. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Stellan. Definitely wasn't named Stalin. I was thinking of someone else. Stalin Skarsgård, and she was Christine Baranski, who I'd been calling um, a number of different things along the way and it was uh, produced by Tom Hanks what a guy Tom Hanks is and also the two dudes from ABBA were producers or executive producers but do you know what I really have no idea what that means I think it just means their names go in the credits one thing the film really did for me was inspire me to go to Greece Greece looks amazing I I've been before but it inspired me to go back to those Greek, one of those small Greek islands. I went to Kos, K-O-S, just, uh, just because a few years ago, about five years ago, but God, it looks nice out there, doesn't it? Have you been? I'd definitely like to go back. Another thing I'm wondering is how have they made a sequel to this film? Like, haven't they used all of the other songs? I'm going to look it up. Oh man, the sequel's called Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Of course it is. Why didn't I think of that? No, it, look, it is the music of ABBA. In case you're wondering. God, I'm definitely watching that. If anyone actually wants to watch that one with me, <laughs> let me know. Oh man, it's got the same songs but with a few other ones. All right, I'll be watching that ASAP. Yeah, good good ad, uh, advertisement for ABBA. Again, um, not that they needed one. 
it's made me really want to watch, I think I'm going to do it straight after this, I really want to watch the performance, their, their Eurovision performance. God, there can't have ever been a better Eurovision song than, uh, I think it was Waterloo was the one they won with, wasn't it? Right? I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for all those kind of industrial, techno, Eastern European songs. Like, you can always rely on, like, Belarus to pull something out of the bag, can't you? I, I only got into Eurovision in the last couple of years, which I know it is actually a big thing in Australia. It's huge in Australia, in fact. Australia, which is actually a part of Europe, according to Eurovision. But I've only got into it the last couple of years, and my God, it's just me. It's got me written all over it. I bloody love Eurovision. So I'll definitely be watching that. Um... Yeah, overall, just a really... Oh, Cher! Cher's in the sequel. It's everyone from the original plus Cher. Cher? Cher? Oh, Andy Garcia. All right. Okay. When can we watch it? Let me know. First to get in touch, it says they want to watch Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again with me. I am all yours. I'm all over that. God, give me more Firth. I bloody love the Firth. But yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. Couldn't recommend it more highly. Maybe it's a film to watch on your own. I don't know. Maybe if I was in company, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I hope that's not the case, though. Hey, I had a lot of fun hanging out with myself. I hope you enjoyed your Saturday nights as well. I will wrap this up and get it out to you ASAP. All right. Uh, Thanks so much. That was me watching Mamma Mia. What a film. All right, I'll talk to you in a second. There you go. How was that? Mamma Mia. I bloody loved it. Did you guess that that's the reaction I'd had? I think you probably did, knowing my taste in films. I hope you were able to uh, get an equal level of enjoyment out of listening to me enjoy watching it. Or at least a sort of adequate level of uh, enjoyment from it. Uh, On that note, thanks so much for listening to it and for listening all the way to the end. It's just so loyal of you. I can't believe it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if no one was still listening. It was just me, you know? I'm proud of you though, great effort. Hey, so just to answer a question from earlier, hay is grass, legumes, or other herbaceous plants that have been cut and dried to be stored for use as animal fodder. So there you go, cut and dried. You couldn't possibly make it when it's raining. I guess you can dry things not in the sun, in theory, but I suppose the easiest way to dry anything is in the sun. So if you are thinking of making some hay, it is best to do it whilst the sun shines, I would say. I think we can all learn a lot from that. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. If you can keep spreading the word, spread the gospel of the film Virgin, it really means the world to me. Just Just get everyone you know to listen. That's all I need. And maybe ask them to do the same. And then, you know, we'll be like one big, happy podcast family. And I'll love you all equally. 
Except for you, I love you the most. More episodes to come real soon. You keep looking after yourself. I can't wait to talk to you again. See yous. Thank you.